Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky, and we are continuing our series entitled Race in the Gospel, and today let's talk about baptism. So in our reading from Galatians 3, Paul is writing about baptism, and he says, when you were baptized into Christ, you were clothed with Christ. So, so... And then he goes on to say that out of that, there's no longer Jew nor Greek, male nor female, slave nor free. These ancient divisions are broken down in Christ in baptism. So, so I think you can, you can, one of the takeaways from that text is you could say baptism kills racism, or at least it's supposed to. Maybe we should say it that way. What do I mean? Well, so the, the metaphor in Galatians 3, the baptism metaphor is a, is a dressing up metaphor. It's a clothing metaphor. So when you're baptized in Christ, um, you put on Christ. You suit up in Jesus Christ. There are other metaphors for baptism, like being buried with Christ, being washed, um, being uh, born again. And, and baptism signifies all those things. And through baptism, all those things become available to us. And one of them was we were clothed in Christ. Now, clothing in in human life has two functions. Uh, w- one is t- is for covering and protection. You know, uh, for example, uh, against the cold in the winter. So it has a functional role. But clothing is more than that. And I think especially this scene in traditional cultures, although you can see it in our culture as well, in modern culture as well, it's that clothes create identity. So, you know, in traditional cultures, um, different nations, different tribes, they have ways of dressing. You know, they have traditional Albanian dress, and you can identify it. And people who dress like that show themselves to be Albanians, for example. Or the the Cherokee tribe has a traditional dress. And in the olden days, you knew someone was Cherokee by the way they dressed. It created identity. And that's how the metaphor works here. Baptism lifts us out of our old identities and gives us a new primary identity, and it's our identity in Jesus Christ. To such a degree that the old identities that brought division, uh, Jew and Greek or Gentile, Greek is just a a sub for saying Gentile, um, male and female, slave and free, they go away. Those identities, no, sorry, said that wrong. They don't go away. They come under our primary identity in baptism. I want to say that very clearly. They don't go away. They come under our primary identity in baptism. So as baptized people, we are called to reject every vestige of racism. And the the touch point to teach us to not do that is our own baptism that tells us now we have a new identity in Jesus Christ. And Paul kind of traces this out in the passage. And in verse 29, talks about how because we're in Christ, we're now the seed of Abraham. So Abraham is the father of a nation. And he's the beginning of a national story, if you will. And of course, in Jesus, that story becomes available to all peoples. So now, whether I'm um, American or Asian, whether I'm white or or African-American, etc. If I'm baptized, 
I now have a new identity and I have a new primary story. I join the story of Abraham that finds its completion in Jesus. And my other stories subsume under that. So, for example, I'm an American citizen. I grew up in the United States. There are certain values that are built into me. And I'm not just talking about sort of the the stated values of what it means to be America. We have a culture, and you incult these things from, from the beginning of your life. And if you ever travel to other cultures, you see these things clearly. You realize there's just things you assume and the way you see reality that come out of your culture and it's true for other people. Nothing wrong with that. All cultures have good things, and it's okay to embrace your culture and live it. In fact, I think Revelation shows us that God celebrates and and lifts up the diversity of culture, even though there's a greater oneness in him. But But that now becomes secondary at best to my primary identity in Jesus Christ. Or think about ethnicity. I'm, I'm a son of Britain. All my ancestors from England, uh, Scotland, Ireland, and Wales. I can trace it back. It just, that's, that's it. That's for me. You know, and that's part of my story. And it comes through through my specific ancestors. I've done some genealogy research. I know stories. It's a family story. That's part of who I am. It's okay to celebrate what's good in that. But it's subsumed to the story of Abraham and the story of Jesus in my baptismal identity. That's my first identity. And so people who have different national stories, different ethnic stories, and different ethnicities who are baptized, we all share one ultimate story, and we all become one in Jesus. So baptism kills racism. Baptism is supposed to kill racism. And as baptized people, we're called to walk in a way that celebrates um, all the differences we bring to our oneness in Jesus Christ. God bless and have a great day.